the Jesse Smith Show, episode 43. Probably gonna be a short show tonight. I always say that, but like, uh, to be honest, not a whole lot happened this weekend. But it'll still be fun. Me and you, a little casual show. That's what we're gonna do tonight. How the fuck's everybody doing out there? Thank you for joining me tonight. Love the fuck out of you. Hope you had a good weekend. I can't complain. Finished up that Q documentary, Q Into the Storm. They had the last two episodes. Pretty good. We're going to cover that tonight. Going to do a little unboxing in a minute. Got a little chug watch for you guys. But first off, let me do a little e-bagging. As always, you want to support the show? Patreon.com, press slash podcast. There is a link in the description of this video. Um, we're down to 1528. A couple people dropped off, which is normal. Somebody said that they're not being a patron anymore because I started promoting violence. I'll remember that. Citation needed. What is happening over here? All right, just shut that off. Fuck off. Wubba wubba. But anyway, uh, so uh, I don't remember advocating for violence. That doesn't sound like me, but apparently one of my patrons thought I did, and so they quit. So anyway, dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. We rescue dogs and cats here at the Human Society Miss Animal Sanctuary. Do good work. Hey, Miss Miss, you going? Oh, no. Miss Miss is like, fuck off, Daddy. You want to come say hello? Nope. Uh, don't have me that evil. That evil does not want me. All right, whatever. Whatever, Miss Misty. Don't be my star. But you'll see cats from time to time. As always, we have 10 cats in here during the show, which makes it fun and challenging and exciting and all of it. So, patreon.com, podcast, and also super chats. Light blood of the show, super chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Immortalize yourself forever and ever with the super chats. And the more you spend, the more serious I'll take your questions. So, buy my love. Super chats. You know the deal. And, uh, Q4S says, For the fuzzes, I'm an atheist that you helped reason out of religion. I was emotionally brought into it. Logic, fuck yes. I am honored to help in any way I can, but you deserve all the credit. Uh, you did that shit, but I'll take the credit. Why not? I ain't me. I would do that. And Todd Went, take my useless money, Dusty, with great loads of love. I'll take all your loads, Todd Went. All of it. Everywhere. All over me. Give me your loads, everybody. All right. Appreciate that. So now we're going to do a little unboxing. Got a few things you guys have sent me. Those of you guys might know that I have an animal sanctuary and I have a Amazon wish list that is available also in the description of this video. And you can send me things. And if you don't want to send me something on my Amazon wish list, there's also a P.O. box when you can send me anything from the P.O. box you want to. And some people did that. So let's go ahead and get started with the unboxing. Always fun. Unbox the shit. It's Christmas for the animals. And... First off, let's see what we got here. Uh, boom, more party mix. Great value, 20 ounce party mix of friskies. Hell yeah. Thank you for this. Whoever sent me this, we're going to find out in just a second. All right, what else they sent me? All right. Oh, God damn it. You have one job, Dusty. Thing. And I muted myself. All right. And uh, also sent. Ooh. Dog bones. Hell yeah. Canine connoisseur dog bones. It's gonna have a good treat tonight. Got some dog bones. Oh, hell yeah. Who sent me this? Pieces of paper will tell me. What say you, magical pieces of paper? What the hell is that? Die. All right. Uh, nope. Mm, nope. Oh, here we go. Nope. Mm, here we go. A gift for the kitties and pups. Love your show from Ruby Pickles in Michigan. Hell yeah, Ruby Pickles. Ruby Pickles rocks. Thank you, Ruby Pickles. They're gonna enjoy the shit out of that. Right after the show, we gonna... I can't get that back in there, but okay, whatever. Right after the show, we're gonna give them that. All right, next up, let's see what we got. 
Boom, all right, we got some Activate 2 for dogs, hell yeah. Got plenty of dogs, so that's perfect for them. And uh, this is from, enjoy your gift. Hope this helps from for now. I'd still like to get a bunch of fleet callers too. I'll keep looking from Gregory J. Fisk. All right, Gregory J. Fisk. Help me in my battle, my never ending battle with the fleas in Mississippi. Fuck fleas. Must be eradicated from the universe. Not just Earth, the universe. And uh, that is my standing position. And all right, got some more greenies. Love the greenies. Help the dogs keep the breath clean with the greenies. And big old package of greenies in here. Fucking awesome. Who sent this? This was sent to me by. Nope, that doesn't say. All right, it doesn't say. Okay, well, that's no good. You have to. Uh... Oh, here we go. Tom Hadley. Tony Hadley. Enjoy your gift from Tony Hadley. Hell yeah, Tony Hadley. Rocks. Appreciate that, Tony Hadley. Gonna have some dolls with good breath, and that is worth its weight in fucking gold. Much appreciated. And somebody sent me this letter to my um, P.O. box, and I opened it, and it looks like weed. It looks like weed, but it doesn't smell like weed. It smells like tea, so uh, it's not weed. It's uh, catnip. And the note says, here's some catnip for the kitties. Rush Limbaugh sleeps with meow mix. And uh, let's see, this is from James Finley. Hell yeah, James Finley. Thank you for the catnip. Gonna have some high as fuck cats in a second here. That looks like homemade, it looks like seeds in it and shit. Did you home grow your own catnip, dude? That's hardcore. I wanna smoke this, but I would not. I would not, because it doesn't smell like weed, but it looks like weed, looks good. And uh, next up on the unboxing, already did that one, I think. Did I do this one already? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did that one. All right, and this one, oh, got more catnip, hell yeah, high cats, gonna be high as fuck, and more. More Frisky's Party Mix. We go through a lot of this because we have 10 cats, so thank you for sending more of this. They love this shit. We actually put it up on our shelves. I have this metal shelf over here. And they climb up on the shelf, they knock it off the shelf, trying to explode it and open it so they can eat it all. My fat cat, so thank you for that. And this was sent to us by... Because cats deserve to get high too, hell yeah. Give my love to Baby Yoda and all the fur babies from Linda M. Sicoli. Hell yeah, Linda M. Sicoli. thank you for that. You rock. Munchies for the kitties for Linda M. Yep, appreciate that, Linda M. They're gonna enjoy the shit out of that. Gonna be some high-ass cats tonight. And, uh, what, oh, somebody sent me, I guess, a shirt. They said that's directly in my P.O. box. I'm not exactly who sure sent this. I think it might have been Hugh Hundo. Let's see if it says in here. I haven't even opened it yet, so let's see what's in here. This isn't from Amazon. This is directly to me. Oh, yeah. I got some, well, this is... New pants, Nike pants. Not sure those will fit me, but I'm sure they'll fit somebody. They might stretch to fit my fat ass, but those are nice. I like that. And uh, what else we got in here? Oh yeah, this will fit me. Nicey Nike hoodie. That might be a little too tight too. Don't know. We'll try it on though after the show. Nike hoodie. That was very nice of you. And uh, pink socks. I'm not sure this stuff is for me. This might be for somebody else. Let's see. Uh, but it's still appreciated. Oh, yeah. Fabulous eyelashes. Cara Beauty. Okay. I'm starting to think this is not for me. This is for a lady. And, uh, oh, yeah. A bracelet. So, 
it didn't tell me who sent that. If it was you, Hondo, I appreciate it. Don't know, but uh, somebody sent me some woman stuff. So appreciate that. Definitely got to get some use out of it. And last up on the unboxing. Oh, and Vector Plus for cats. Hell yeah. Die. Die, please. And uh, oh, another giant box of greenies. Hell yeah. Worth its weight in gold. Greenies. Fresh breath for your dogs. Man, they go through that shit fast, too. So I really appreciate it. My dogs are spoiled as fuck. Love that shit. I love spoiling my dog. And X minus T, Chris Clark. Man, X minus T is always hooking me up. One of the biggest supporters of my animal sanctuary, X minus T. I really appreciate that, guys. So that's it. That was my unboxing. Always fun. Try the eyelashes, Dusty. Hell, I'd try that shit on if it fit me. I ain't worried about it. I'd be a pretty girl. Think how pretty I'd be with my fucking white ass hair. And I'd have to shave my beard, which I don't like. But anyway, I guess I wouldn't have to. Psh, gender norms and whatnot. But it's all good. Um, what you guys got to say? Might as well read the chat a little bit today because uh, is it safe for a black family to live in Mississippi? Yeah, it's mostly black here in Mississippi. In the town I live in, it's about 65% black. And the area I live in is 98% black. And uh, it's fine. Everybody seems, you know, cool and nice. It's no no problem as far as I can tell. Um, and it's pretty cheap to live here. Can't complain about it. A lot of ways I like it more than Denver. So that's why I moved back here. Uh, five grams. Kitty weed. Yep, five grams of kitty weed. Hopefully they don't bust down my door. Freeze! And I'm like, that ain't fucking drugs, motherfucker. Kitty drugs, they don't count. Mm, what else you guys got to say here? Wobble, wobble. Jesus, I thought something was wrong with my computer for a moment. It's going crazy. That's the wobble, wobble vibe. It's like your computer's having a heart attack, but in a good way. Call Tedeschi Cannabis Company. I wish I could. I'd fucking sell cannabis all day. I ain't got a problem with it. It was legal, but it's not. Actually, they um, decriminalized marijuana here, but you still can't have a lot. You can't sell it or anything. They just don't like harass you as much if you get caught with it. So what you're going to do is pretty cool. Oh, kitty drugs. Holy shit. I just noticed there's going to be some crazy-ass cats going on in a second here. We got Mr. Penguin over here. He's just fucking pigging out on the kitty drugs right next to me. He, like, burying his head like Scarface and cocaine in the kitty drugs. He seems pretty into it. So you'll see a bunch of zoomy motherfuckers running around. All right. Do the Super Chats one more time. We're going to start the show. Danny Nerdick. What's up, Danny? Thank you for supporting the show. A haku for Dusty. By way of being behind on work, Atheist Streamers makes animals feel better. And also his cats. Thanks for the show. Brooksy and I are standing by. Let's go. We're going to go. Dirty Nerdick, just for you. Appreciate it. And Space Ghost Martian. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Space Ghost. Sorry, I have not been there for the show. No forgiveness and many others lately as I needed as much of a break from politics. Hope you're doing well. I can't complain. Life could be better. Life could be worse. I'm pretty happy. All things considered. Thank you for that, Space Ghost. And Nick Wood, here's some Critter Books. Keep hosting the greatest show. I will. What else am I going to do? Go work at Walmart? I don't think so. That will be bad and uh, not enjoyable. All right, let's go ahead and start the show, motherfuckers. Going to start off with a little Chud Watch because Chud Watch. It's time for Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. And going to start out with some crazy ass bullshit. Hey. Did you know uh, if we put a bunch of gay people on an island in a generation, they'd all be gone? Yeah. Let's put gay people on an island, I guess. 
according to uh, George E. Langdon IV, a county legislator, legislator in Albany. Oh, God, they're fighting. No, hey, hey, kitty drugs, peace. We need peace here, not war, not kitty war, kitty love. All right, sell it down. Don't do that shit in my face. Anyway, um, he is a county legislator from Albany, New York, and he's facing a backlash because uh, they were having some kind of chud-ass rally, I guess, to try to uh, open the country back up. None of these motherfuckers wore a mask. It's just a big shit show. And uh, this genius got in there and said this. Everything God does is sustainable. Amen. It's sustainable. Okay, uh, false. First of all, what about uh, oil? Oil, our main energy source, that's not sustainable. There's only a limited supply of it. You lie, motherfucker. Continue. It goes on and on and on. It's perpetual. Ah. Sorry, when you have homosexual relationships, it's not perpetual. Give them an island, they'll be gone in the 40 years. Okay? Because they can't. God created us to be this way. There's so much common sense that needs to be applied to our policies, our procedures, the things that we do in our government. So God didn't create them to be gay? And also, like, uh, you know that gay people can have kids, right? Lots of them have kids. Now, yeah. If you put uh, nothing but gay men on an island and trapped them there for a generation, none of them could have kids. They'd, they'd all eventually they die out. Uh, exactly the same as straight men. If you put any all men on an island, they would not have kids and they would eventually die out. But if you put like gays and lesbians on an island together, they would have kids. I assure you. They do it all the fucking time. What is wrong with you? I know what's wrong with you. Conservatism. Not sending their best. So he's doing a mea culpa. And he should do all the mea culpas. Not enough mea culpas in the world for you, motherfucker. Next up. Rand Paul's a genius. Clearly, clearly a genius. You want to uh, have an example of a non sequitur. It's just like random words stuck together. All right, let's uh, let's let's try if we can uh, tease out what he's trying to say here. If needing to show an ID to vote is racist, okay, well, it is racist because we know, for whatever reason, I, there are reasons we've gone into, but for whatever reason, we know that uh, black people and minorities are less likely to have photo IDs and driver's license than the rest of the population. We know this is true. This is a fact. Um, and the reason they're trying to pass these voter ID laws, even though there's no evidence whatsoever of voter fraud, in fact, just the opposite, is because they're literally trying to suppress the black vote. We know that's the only reason they're doing it. So, yes, it's racist. But anyway, perhaps New York Yankees tickets that an average are over $100 are discriminatory? Will woke Major League Baseball mandate free tickets to allow equal access? I don't know what the, what the fuck is he even trying to say. What does that do with voting? Or for voter suppression? Nothing. Nothing at all. It's just word salad. But anyway, dumb. That's what you've elected, Kentucky. A fucking idiot. So congratulations on that. And they're freaking out about these vaccine passports, which uh, some companies, some private capitalistic companies want to create an app so that the people that come to their events know that everybody else at the event has been vaccinated and will feel safe and secure and actually show up for capitalistic reasons to make money. But no, of course, it's the government and the mark of the beast and whatnot. So Dr. Drew who's a doctor. I know he's like a psychiatrist or something, but that's a doctor of a sort. Anyway, 
This motherfucker says these vaccine passports segregate people and strip them of their freedom to travel internationally. Vaccines are important, and I encourage everyone to get the COVID vaccine. But how would you feel if international travel also required other vaccines? It does! Lots of countries require vaccines. Have you ever gone to Africa? Yes. This is very common. What the fuck are you talking about, goddamn Dr. Drew? Man, they did a thread. Uh, what doctor do you respect more than Dr. Drew? And like Dr. Pepper came in first. Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah, Dr. All the doctors. All the doctors are better. Hard to believe this guy used to be like a a very famous speaker to youths. To the teens about sex and shit. We actually used to listen to him back in the day. I didn't. Other people did. Thanks to MTV. Fuck you, MTV. But let's never forget what a goddamn hack Dr. Drew is. All the times he claimed that COVID was less harmful than the flu. Now, if you guys have been paying attention to this show, we basically wiped out the flu in this country. We've wiped out the flu season because mask and social distancing work so well against the flu. However, COVID is so much more infectious and deadly than the flu, we still lost 550,000 fellow Americans to it because they're not even close to being the same level of deadly. We know that now, but uh, here's Dr. Drew downplaying the pandemic, the kind of rhetoric that led to people putting their guard down and uh, 550,000 Americans dead. So blood on your hands, you piece of shit. We predicted from the beginning that this is going to be worse than the flu. Lie! Lie! Starting out the lie. We predicted from the beginning this is going to be worse than the flu. Huh. Huh. If only there were a recording of the shit you were saying. Hmm. We predicted from the beginning that this is going to be worse than the flu. Way less virulent than the flu. So it's a reminder that you're more likely to die of influenza. So go ahead and get your flu shots. Uh Uh-huh. Smile. Doesn't hurt anybody. That should be the headline. Way less serious than influenza. That's uh-huh. the headline. Yeah. You know what the 2% lethality thing is you have there? Are you talking about the coronavirus? I think it's less than 2%. It's like 0.02%. Less dangerous than influenza. Oh, is it? Less dangerous less. than influenza. Oh. Um, your probability of dying from coronavirus, much higher being hit by an asteroid, I would say. The flu virus in this country is vastly more consequential, and nobody is talking about this it. This corona thing doesn't worry me it is, at all. It is a press-induced <coughs> panic. I am angry about it. It is the flu. If you're under 65 and you get it, you're going to have the flu, and you're going to be fine. Oh my it's going to be just like the flu. It's going to be almost identical. Oh I, I can see it God. coming. The Americans in 2020 panic is to hoard toilet paper. Right. Antibacterial gel. Right. In in response to the flu. It's right. A flu, and it's a different flu. And it, if you notice, it's Corona nineteen, which means there's at least been eighteen of these other ones. Wrong. Oh. It was the year. It was discovered. Two thousand nineteen. He doesn't correct you because he's a fucking moron, just like you are. Yeah. Go to the movies. Why do you think like the the NBA now discussing the idea of playing without fans? And UCLA today announcing that their sports are going to be without fans. I, I think that's a, I think that's a mistake. Should the Olympics be canceled? That's funny. Have you noticed yeah. less people out on the streets? Oh, absolutely. Less people in, in the trains for sure. Well, they, they told them uh, De Blasio told them not to ride the trains, and right. so they're not riding the trains. And and so I am. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> Say we do have a hundred thousand deaths in the country. Remember, we get thirty thousand deaths from the flu. This is going to be. We predicted from the beginning that this is going to be worse than the flu. So we'd have to at least have 30,000 deaths for it to be worse than the flu. 
Exactly. But do we wait till 20,000 people die and then start panicking? It's not going to happen. It's <laughs> not going to happen, folks. We're not even going to lose 20,550 goddamn thousand deaths later. Why is anybody giving this motherfucker platform? Fuck Dr. Drew. Let's play another. We got a little time. Let's play another clip of this goddamn genius. There, maybe I'm cynical, but I believe there's got to be more than that. Oh, way more. Way more. Should I be panicked about the idea? No. There's clearly more cases. Let's say there are 5,000 in New York. Let's say. Reasonably. Um, that doesn't get anywhere near the number of flu cases that you could be exposed to. We want to. that the flu! And you are more likely to die of flu. You're as likely. You're not! You're literally not! What? Then we don't know the fatality rate yet fully from the coronavirus, but it's going to be around the flu. Oh, you're more likely to die of that. It wasn't. The statistically. No. statistically. Now, if you get one or the not. other, they have about the same fatality rate. Let's say corona ends up twice what the flu is. Mm. A young, healthy person, that's not going to make a big difference. Mm. Fair enough. So don't panic. Okay. Well, there's plenty of other things for me to panic about. I'll tell you I, that. Are you a panic disorder? We can talk about that. I don't know that I have a disorder. <laughs> well, sounding like it. I was like in it. my 30s and 2020, and the shit's <laughs> fucked. That's it. That's, that's just the word. Well, that, you, this, is, this, this, oh, this is another 20-minute conversation, which is that, that panic is everything's a hysteria everything today and i i'm very concerned about that mm. this this little outbreak taught me something about the general tone here i did a i had an am radio show for about five years and towards the last couple of years every day i was saying what are your what's your hair on fire about today your hair is always on fire about something every time i turn on cable news oh, hair on fire i can't remember what any of it yeah, was and now you're literally spreading fear about passports about vaccination passports. You are part of the problem. You're exactly what you're discussing, you fucking hypocrite. But anyway, fuck Dr. Drew. I think we could all agree on that. Let me go ahead and move my chat over here to make sure I can see if there's a problem with the show. Boom. Move it over there. Did it. Cool, cool, cool. Next up on the show, watch. So apparently, the first lady of the United States, who is no longer Melania Trump, it's a Dr. Jill Biden. So apparently she had the gall to wear fishnet stockings. Uh, so, of course, that led to shut-ass conservatives calling her a whore. Of course they did. Of course they did. Those who love Melania are calling her a whore. Flotus is a fake doctor. She's not. But dresses like a $5 whore, says Vince Langman. Yeah. MAGA 2024. ex God deplorable. Yep, you are deplorable. But, like, folks, I don't care if Melania Trump did sex work. I don't care if she was a escort or stripper or porn star. What the fuck she was? Don't care. But the fact that you guys loved her, thought she was the most classy thing ever, but a doctor wearing fish stockings is a whore to you, tells you everything you need to know about what disgusting human beings you are. One-sided fucking hypocrites in every goddamn way. And, uh... It's transparent and sad. And next up, first, uh, Marjorie came out in support of Matt Gates, And now she's gone and she scrubbed her timeline of everything dealing with him because that's what they do. Rats leaving the sinking ship. Now she's realizing, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have supported this sex trafficker. Maybe it's going to come back and bite me on my ass. Yeah, delete all that fucking evidence. But uh, here's the thing. You're a member of Congress now, so it's all been recorded. And we have access to all your old tweets. We know that you're deleting everything. So uh, good luck on living that down. Of course, we know it doesn't matter. We know the Republicans are not held accountable in the same way the Democrats are. So she could say anything, right? 
She could literally say anything and they'll never hold her accountable for it. In fact, the, the more grotesque it is, the more they will reward her for it. And we're going to come back to her in the Q section. We're going to replace some of the things she said last year about Q, now that we know who Q is. Now the Q documentary has come out and it's pretty much definitively proved who Q is. So we're going to see the crazy ass shit these people were saying about Q. It's pretty funny. And then Roger Stone giving Matt Gates some horrible fucking advice. This uh, Bond villain is the last person on earth you want to goddamn take advice from about legal things. Uh, he told Matt Gates he needs to go on the offense. This is right up front in Stone's rules. Stone told conspiracy theory Alex Jones on his InfoWars program. The left-wing non-journalist fake news media are the most vicious, malicious, dishonest people that I have ever come across, says a guy who literally brags about dirty tricks in politics. This convicted felon, the only reason he is free right now is because Americans elected the most corrupt, uh, dishonest, criminal president in history, and he just happens to be good friends with this Bond villain, and he got fucking pardoned. That's the only reason he's out. Why would anybody take legal advice from you? You have to be nuts. All of these stories that are maligning Matt Gates today are based on leaks. Where is the beef? Where are the facts? I don't think there are any facts. I think this is a good old-fashioned smear. Apparently, uh, he in trouble. That's what I hear. The guy is a good friend who is uh, with the tax assessor's office who was doing all the sex trafficking has turned on him and supposedly not looking good for the future of Matt Gates. But hopefully he will take Roger Stone advice and go public and say all kinds of things that's going to incriminate him further and then we can use it against him later to mock him. He probably won't, though. I think he's probably smarter than that, but we'll find out. And, uh, Lauren Roberts, another one of these Q anonymous conspiracy theorists that American conservatives elected to Congress. These threads were four hours apart. This is just, this shows you their mentality, folks. Joe Biden wants to make school lunches greener, as if Michelle Obama didn't do enough damage to them. Liberals ruin everything. That's right, liberals. You ruin everything. We don't want healthy lunches for the most obese country on the planet. Who cares if our children, you know, die at 40 of heart disease? You're evil, liberals. Four hours later, calling for unity because this is what they do. My heart breaks for the Capitol Police and those that knew the officer we lost today. This senseless violence has to end. Our country is in great need of unity. So to conservatives, unity means doing whatever they want you to do. Why they continuously shit on you, while they call you names, while they dehumanize you. Oh my God, we need unity. Nope. I don't want unity with you. I don't want that. Uh, this idea that the left is supposed to sit around and hold hands and sing kumbaya with evil motherfuckers. Uh, you guys invented that. That's a straw man. Fuck you. Fuck everything about that. I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your enemy. With enemies like you, you just make me look better. So uh, let's do it. And next up, Governor Mike Huckabee with his genius joke. Let's see if we can follow this amazing joke Mike Huckabee told. So it starts off with a helicopter joke, basically. I've decided to identify as Chinese. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so not only is this tweet transphobic, it's racist too. Uh, but he's identifying as Chinese because, you know, that's what trans people are doing. They're just identifying as something that they ain't. Psh. Fuck you, trans people, for no reason. Coke will like me. Why would Coke like you if you identify as Chinese? Delta will ag agree with my values, and I'll probably get shoes from Nike and tickets to Major League Baseball games. Ain't America... What are you talking about? Are 
Nike giving out free shoes to Chinese people? Is Major League Baseball giving tickets to China? What the fuck does this even mean? He got almost 20,000 likes for this goddamn nonsense. I guess he's mad because Major League Baseball and Coke are uh, against the voter suppression laws that suppress the vote of black people. I'm not really sure what this has to do with Chinese people, but uh, okay. Is this a nod at the uptick in violence towards Chinese people? Is he downplaying that? I don't know. I got questions, but I doubt this motherfucker got any answers for me. And uh, next up, they're so silly, folks. All these goddamn motherfuckers have is the culture war. Their policies are so unpopular, they have to sell your fear on all this shit. This is uh, James Lindsay, who uh, Richard Dawkins is called a hero. Sad. I've decided that the people advocating for, defending, downplaying, or deflecting on behalf of an ideology, in brackets, woke, that bears sufficient hallmarks to suggest it is totalitarian and could turn murderous or genocidal have no moral authority over me whatsoever. Absolutely none. Yeah, I mean, we know that the leading cause of domestic terrorism in this country is white supremacy. We know that it's conservatives pretty much across the board that is doing the most violence, the mass shootings, the uh, killing of capital police. It's the right wing, folks. But no, it's the woke. It could someday become murderous so be afraid be afraid of this thing that hasn't happened yet because someday while we downplay every goddamn bad thing conservatives do because we don't take responsibility for nothing deflect dodge dip dive that's all they fucking got and uh caitlin bennett gun girl pants she just races the shit this is her account liberal hangouts and I'd say mask off, but the mask was never on for these motherfuckers. And uh, she like, ask it out of curiosity. Do you believe the Holocaust happened? This is 2016, but as we've been told, yes, not exactly. So we'd see her fan base says, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, what do you think? And she's like, hey, it doesn't seem possible that six million people were killed. Huh? Seem pretty possible to me. Because it happened. And uh, here they are. The people they hang out with. This is uh, November 20th last year. Holy shit, Chris Cantwell gained some weight. Remember the crying Nazi? He got like four chins now. He got more chins than Chinatown. That may be racist. Is that racist? I got that from Weird Al Yankovic. So if that's racist, fuck you, Weird Al. My childhood hero. But anyway, gun girl is racist. That's old, but somebody just put that up there. So I thought I'd show you guys that. And Temple, beanie too tight has lost his grip on reality. Not that he ever had a fucking grip on reality whatsoever. So we have uh, conservatives passing all these anti-trans laws. We know conservatives are continuously spreading trans panic. Or as Tim Pool says, at the current rate, by 2030, conservatives will be pro-trans and socialists and progressives will be other kin communists. Conservatives have been losing major cultural battles for decades and adopting progressive values. I know, right? Are conservatives becoming so progressive all over the place? It's just so ridiculous. I mean, he knows that conservatives are passing anti-trans laws everywhere. They're spreading, you know, trans panic everywhere, trans hate everywhere. But he can't talk about that. So instead, he has to change the subject and say, hey, in the future, 
Conservatives are actually be good. Let's not talk about what they're doing now. Let's pretend like in the future they're going to be good and the left is going to be even crazier than they already are because I have to spend everything where the left is actually the crazy ones and conservatives are the good guys. But since I can't even talk about the facts and reality they're having right now, I have to uh, project forward into this mythical future where conservatives become so much more progressive. But we know already from the stats, the Republican Party has lurched towards populism and illiberalism. Uh, they're becoming more and more right-wing. They're becoming the part of Q, as we saw in this uh, documentary. All the crazy Q people. We're going to show you some of that later on, but always got to lie. Make that cheddar, Tim Pool. Those beanies ain't going to buy them goddamn selves. And next up, did you know that helping people is the worst type of blasphemy you can do? Reverend Ravi Warnock actually says something decent, which is amazing for a man of God to do. He said, the meaning of Easter is more transcendent than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Whether you are a Christian or not, through a commitment to helping others, we are able to save ourselves. Yeah, it's good, right? Even if you don't believe in Christ, helping others transcends religion and it's good. Or as Lauren Chen says, this is literally more blasphemous than the Satan lap dance videos. Well, I mean, I guess maybe since the Satan last dance videos wasn't blasphemous at all. Literally, he murdered Satan, right? Why you give a shit? Some dude murders Satan, gives him a lap dance. That ain't blasphemous. That's hilarious. But yeah, helping folks, the ultimate evil. I bet she loved fucking Ayn Rand, man. Little side tangent about Ayn Rand. Somebody sent me a link and a, a talking point while I was researching the movie uh, Atlas Shrugged. And did you know that Atlas Shrugged, the, the character, was partially based off a child murderer, a guy who kidnapped a little girl from school and murdered her, cut her body up, and uh, held her for ransom. And as her dad brought the ransom, he showed the girl, he, he held her eyes open with, I guess, I guess he sewed them open or some shit, and showed, her, showed the dad the dead body, and he thought that she was just like in a comatose or something. And then, uh, but she was dead. And this is a dude that Ayn Rand greatly admired. Considered him like an uber man. Followed him greatly and wrote about him in glowing, loving words constantly. This is what psychopaths conservatives are. This is their heroes. You should look that shit up. Crazy ass shit. Maybe I'll do a section on that someday. I should talk about, I should read you guys about that fucking case someday. Anyway, folks, I would almost be impressed with how much of a grifter Donald Trump is. If he wasn't so soulless about it, it's like ABG always be grifting. It's sort of insane. He never stops. He's tireless. He's like a walking, grifting zombie. So this article came out. It was first in the New York Times. The Hill covered it about how Trump and uh, his minions were grifting their own donors and, and the level they were doing it at. So basically what they were doing was they were making people afraid that the election was being stolen and begging for donations. And so when people signed up to give them like $500 in donations, they didn't realize that they were automatically enrolled in automatic payments. So they were stripping these people's bank accounts. Some of them were paying $8,000 until their bank accounts were fucking frozen. That's the level, the level of the goddamn grift. It's just insane. I'll read you a couple uh, sections from this article. Stacey Blatt was in hospice care last September listening to Rush Limbaugh's dire warning about how badly Donald J. Trump's campaign needed money. 
when he went online and shipped in everything he could, $500. It was a big sum for a 63-year-old battling cancer and living in Kansas City on less than $1,000 per month. But that single contribution, federal records show, it was his first ever, quickly multiplied. Another 500 was withdrawn the next day, then 500 the next week, and every week through mid-October, without his knowledge, until Mr. Blatt's bank account had been depleted and frozen. When his utility and rent payments bounced, he called his brother Russell for help. What the Blatt soon discovered was 3,000 in withdrawals by the Trump campaign in less than 30 days. They called their bank and said they thought they were victims of fraud. Yeah, you were. But, like, you love it. You worship this guy. You get what you deserve. Like, it's like the Joker and shit. I feel bad. A cancer patient is getting fucking grifted like this, stolen from, but you're literally supporting a fascist dictator. I mean, I do feel bad for you, but it's sort of hard. It's Trump, motherfuckers. What did you think was going to happen? It's like the leopards ate my face. Oh, I didn't think these leopards would, I voted for would eat my face off. Yeah, motherfuckers, they leopards. That's what they do. Anyway, it felt, Russell said, like it was a scam. Yeah, no shit. But what the Blacks believed was duplicity was actually an international scheme to boost revenues by the Trump campaign and the for-profit company that processed its online donations when read facing a cash crunch and getting badly outspent by the democrats the campaign had begun last september to set up recurring donations by default for online donors for every week until the election folks like holy goddamn shit just the most giant scum on the fucking planet yet it does not matter this will not sway trump supporters one single bit they will still worship this guy because it doesn't matter. doesn't matter what the fuck he does. He could rape children. And they would say, he didn't do that. That was Antifa that did it. Antifa was raping those children. They were wearing Trump masks. 100% they'd say that. But for Trump, but there's another section of that article. But for some Trump supporters like Ron Wilson, Winred is a scam artist. Mr. Wilson, an 87-year-old retiree in Illinois, made a series of small contributions last fall that he thought would add up to about $200. By December, federal records show, Winred and Mr. Trump's committee had withdrawn more than 70 separate donations from Mr. Wilson worth roughly $2,300. So they ended up, oh, and he says, predatory, Mr. Wilson said of Winred, like multiple other donors interviewed, though he held Mr. Trump himself blameless, telling the Times, I'm 100% loyal to Donald Trump, that I can't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. I just can't. You're too stupid to feel sorry for. You literally get grifted by a billionaire who lives in a gold tower. And you're like, oh, it's fun. I like being fucking taken advantage of. It's just so it's sad and ridiculous how far this country's fallen, or maybe we haven't. Maybe we're just now realizing how bad it is. And um, then Trump sent a uh, press release out there. We gonna boycott all kinds of shit. It's not cancel culture when we do it. This is a Jack piece of shit, Bick. Breaking President Trump calls for a boycott of Major League Baseball, Coke, and all woke companies. First off, woke company is an oxymoron. There's no such thing. The only reason any capitalistic country pretends... To be woke is to make fucking money. If they made more money pretending to be the opposite, which they often do, they do that. 
They don't give a shit about woke culture. They don't give a shit about social issues. All they give a shit about is money. So woke companies doesn't make any sense. But anyway, yeah, it's not cancel culture when they do it, folks. It's, uh, you know, just boycotting. So then they released a picture of Trump today. This is uh, his evil minion, Dr. Evil, meeting with Trump. Looking good. Looking like burnt sienna. Like, good God, back up on the makeup, Tammy Faye. And uh, people were like, hey, is he trying to hide something behind his phone? What is that behind his phone he's trying to hide? Yes, a Diet Coke. It's a Diet Coke! Do as I say, not as I do. The griff never ends. This motherfucker don't give a shit about boycotting Coke. He just want to say whatever he has to say to stay in the fucking media and get his name out there. Continue, can you... Continue to grift the fucking idiots that follow him. That's just the way it is. And, uh, but... I'm not getting my hopes up. This is a Yahoo article. Ex-DOG, DOJ official, Department of Justice official, says Trump in serious trouble after new legal filings. So apparently some of the cops from the uh, Capitol insurrection, the Capitol treason, uh, are suing Trump. I'm surprised more people are not suing him. I assume eventually lots of lawsuits are going to be filed. Um, But this one says he might be in trouble, but like he's Teflon Don. I'll believe it when I see it. I keep hearing about all these lawsuits and how Trump is going down, but it never fucking happens. So I ain't going to get my guy to hope us up, but we'll see. I'll follow the story. I will follow the story. And uh... folks, who would you trust more for your health? This MAGA meathead Jimbro? Or uh, the government health minister? He put this up. He's like, yeah, I'm in shape. Look at me. I got a six pack. Wouldn't you trust me more than her? She's trans after all. Scary trans. Wouldn't you trust? Who would you trust more? Yeah, I would trust the Harvard educated former professor of medicine and a physician. Yeah, over you. Just because you know how to inject steroids into your ball sack. Uh, doesn't mean we should listen to your goofy ass. Look how goofy you look. Just goofy as fuck, dude. Nice hair. Looks like you're wearing a hat. Moron! That is Oliver Anwar. Let's make fun of him. And next up. So, uh, you remember this very, very annoying kid that I have uh, shown on my show multiple times? It's like... He is trying on purpose to become the most unlikable person ever. He's like, excuse me, excuse me, liberals, excuse me, but white people are the really oppressed people in society. Just so annoying and condescending. Well, apparently, uh, I didn't know this. He is, uh, oh, what, what is that guy's name? Oh, Herschel Walker's son, famed NFL player, Herschel Walker. This is his son. And apparently uh, Trump has got to get try to get Herschel Walker to run for office. And his son is trying to be uh, the next big um, social media star on the right because, you know, social media rewards you for being an annoying piece of shit. The worse you act, the more uh, of a piece of garbage you behave, the more they pay attention to you, the more they love you. But anyway, New Yorker, of course, wrote a, a fluff piece about him. Their tweet says, with videos tailor-made for an internet ready to tear into shreds, Christian Walker wants to become the face of Generation C conservatism. And he is, though. This is exactly what Generation C conservatism is all about. As annoying as you can possibly be. 
cannot be more unlikable. And of course, he was bragging about it. I was profiled by New York Magazine, honored to talk about all things conservatives, antagonizing the left and free speech. I can assure you 100%, this kid don't give a fuck about conservatism. All he wants is attention. All he wants is clicks and likes. That's fucking it. He's rich, of course. He grew up rich, so he didn't grow up with the same struggles as those of who grew up poor. So I'm sure he's scared that his daddy's money might be taxed a little bit more. That's probably a primary concern, but he don't really give a shit, folks. These people are shameless cons. They don't give a fuck. But here's some of his old tweets. Yeah, let's highlight this dude in a positive way. George Floyd was a terrible person. And I question the mental sanity of anyone who makes him out to be a saint. How did liberalism go from wanting people to have freedom to making their own decisions to wanting to force people to get a vaccine if they want to buy, sell, or leave the house? That's the uh, corporations that want to do that. That's capitalism you're talking about. You're just a lying piece of shit. This is exactly what conservatives want. Private businesses being able to decide what they can do with their own businesses in order to make the maximum amount of profit they can. Now you're shitting on it. Sounds like totalitarianism. Yeah, it is. It's neoliberal, ultra-capitalistic totalitarianism. That's what you want. George Floyd died of drug overdose. You wrote 20 times. And anyway, piece of shit. Do better, New York Magazine. Do better, Herschel Walker. But you won't, because you're trash. And, uh, folks, hard to believe this is real, but it is. Scopes covered this. Did Arizona GOP representative ask, if masks work, why weren't they needed in the AIDS crisis? Huh. Wow. Yeah. So did he say this? Yes. Yes, he did say this. In March 2021, social media users shared widely a meme which claimed that Representative Joseph Chaplick of Arizona had argued in favor of ending the state's mask mandate for businesses by questioning why mask mandates were not widespread in order to stop the spread of HIV in the 1980s. Uh, I mean, they did have a certain type of mask that helped the spread of AIDS. It was a dick mask called a condom. And yeah, it helped. It helped. But, you know, because uh, HIV wasn't spread through your spit droplets, face masks didn't help. It was spread through, you know, semen. So, it's an obvious answer, but yeah, they're so fucking stupid, folks. I know I say this every show over and over again, but it's beyond parody. You literally cannot parody these people anymore. Like, I used to think Saturday Night Live was sort of funny, because these people were still possible to be parodied but now everything they have on Saturday Live is like less stupid than they're actually saying in real life it's just nuts and uh, next up alright that's all my chud watch there is no next up on the chud watch hope you enjoyed that 50 minutes into the show let's read the super chats before we continue on alright uh, Parker Aguirre gave me $20 thank you Parker that's very generous I got my stimulus today, hell yeah. Here's some of my money. Question for you. What do you think of the MAGA people who hate Biden but still accepted the stimulus check? Obviously, they're going to turn down money. They probably get Trump credit anyway, so uh, pretty obvious. Thank you, Parker. I appreciate that. K. Drew M., gays and lesbians is how nature tells a species they're breeding too fast, and nature is trying to balance out the ecosystem. Yeah, there's like the, uh, the gay uncle hypothesis. I think that's what that's called, where eventually when you reach a certain level of uh, 
I guess, uh, breeding, like you said, population, that uh, gay men and women pop up to help raise some of the children. That's kind of a popular theory. And Ed Sparkle, any interest in going on cyber deeming above it all? She's trans and amazing. I've never heard of that, but sure, why not? I'll do other shows from time to time if they want to have me. Seems fun. All right. Appreciate that. More Super Chats, please. Kind of lights night, but it's all good. What you guys got to say in the chat? Oh, nope. Failed. Failed to move the chat over. Try again, Dusty. Second attempt. All right. Can you do it this time? Boom. Did it. All right. Trump made SNL great again. I mean, it was even kind of boring. I didn't think Alec Baldwin's Trump was very good either. I thought it was boring even back then. Um, they need a TV show. That's my GOP. I mean, they, basically, that's this show. This show shows you all the craziness they're doing. And since you can't parody the craziness they're doing, might as well just hear me explain what, they do, what they're actually doing in reality, right? It's depressing, but it's better. <laughs> HIV aren't transferred by breath. Yep, I know. Use needles and semen, right? Crazy, crazy conservatives. They'll say anything, though. Does not matter. And he probably got rewarded for it. People read that probably on conservative side and says, that's genius. Let me send him more donations. Yeah, put a mask on your winky. Yep. Put a plastic mask on your winky. That definitely helps. As a gay guy, it doesn't work like a light switch. Uh, you choose to be gay. You know it's true. One day you wake up and you're like, I want dick. And the next day you're like, vagina for me. Thank you, ma'am or sir or whatever. Uh, I want to choke this motherfucker. Well, I don't want to choke anybody. I can't advocate for violence as apparently people are stopped being a patrons of me because I, and for violence somehow, don't know. Doesn't sound true. The health expert. Yeah, I know. Right. You don't trust the gym bro who gets all his information from Joe Rogan. Why not? He should be our health minister. Obviously. Dusty as fuck. Hell yeah. I'm dusty as fuck. What else would I be? Um, Yeah, Stephen Joseph Goebbels Miller. Mini Dr. Evil. That dude's creepy as fuck. Not surprising he is Trump's right-hand man. Trump did learn a lot from Paula White. Yep. Always be grifting. Can never have enough money. These people are just mentally ill. They're just mentally ill hoarders. They can never get enough. They don't ever care who they hurt, who they fuck over. Just, you know, they just literally only care about themselves. And they hate everybody else. And they love feeding off you like the soulless vampires they are. And they still get worshipped for it. So there's no reason for them to be better at all. And we got a big, big donation from Rattletrap 1000. Very generous Rattletrap 1000. Dust butter. Take my money. Also a shout out for my old lady cat, Hasha. What's up, Hasha? Your owner is very generous. Much appreciated. I'm taking your comment very seriously, Rattletrap1000. You're 1,000 in my eyes. You're 1 million in my eyes, Rattletrap. Appreciate that. And uh, Benetton66, $10. You're the best, Dusty. Honesty rules. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm doing what I can, you know. I'm flawed like every other motherfucker out there, but I'm trying to work it out. Catalina Gearbox. Catalina, I think your nickname should be the Dustbuster. All right. That's better than a lot of the nicknames I've had. I will take the dust buster. Like growing up, they called me Rusty Dusty. Kids in my school thought that was so funny. Rusty Dusty. Ha <laughs> ha. Hilarious. But not particularly. All right. Thank you, Catalina. Thank you for all those. 
We're going to continue on with the show. We're already almost halfway done. We'll see how long this takes. Next, we're going to do two religious bullshit. I don't have enough religious bullshit to actually sing the song, but it's time for religious bullshit. And I want to apologize immediately for the first clip I'm going to play because it's hate pastor Greg Locke, whose voice is worse than nails on a chalkboard. It's worse than like Ben Shapiro's. But uh, he likes to scream and he likes to uh, try to get his congregation to be anti-maskers while they're all crammed in shoulder to shoulder. No, you know, probably none of these people have vaccinations, but he don't give a shit. It's all about being a contrarian and making that money because that's how he makes his bucks. They will roll up in tanks. They will drop down from helicopters. And I promise you it won't be a dozen police out there from Wilson County and from Mount Julian. It's going to take the entire United States military to roll up into this parking lot and tell us that we can't worship Jesus so and that we got to shut our church down and that we can't preach and we can't pray and we can't. You have lost your mind. Look how shoulder to shoulder they are. No mask. And you know they're all anti-vaxxers because they're Trump supporters and they're in this hate preacher's church. So now he's going to tell them to make sure nobody wears a mask in his church, and if you're wearing one, to take it off. Although, you know they're not. Nobody's wearing one anyway, so he's just trying to be tough. And if you think I'm giving into that, you have lost your mind if you think I'm giving into that mess. We are staying open forever. Forever. And unless you're under a doctor's orders, and a few of you are, take them stupid masks off when you come to Global Vision. There I said it on Easter. Take them stupid masks off. That's crack smoking crazy is what that is. Uh, He would know. I am sure he is on either the crack or the cocaine or the meth or something. No doubt about it. Guy likes wearing his fancy suits and yelling at people. But who cares how many people die it's only 550,000 so far. Who cares how many of you go out and get people sick? At least you can sit in a fucking tent like the circus clowns you goddamn are and cheer about it while you give this fucking idiot your money. This goddamn... The good news, folks! We do have good news. Church membership is in fucking free fall. And dudes like that are exactly why. All these prophets out there telling the public, telling the, the youth... That Donald Trump is actually still the president or the military's in charge or all this shit that they can literally see is not reality. It's helping fuel this exodus from churches, which is amazing. The trend of Americans exiting the pews never to return has been steady for some years now and shows no sign of slowing down. According to the new Gallup poll released this week, only 47% of Americans polled in 2020 belong to a house of worship which is the first time that number has fallen below half of the country since they started polling America, Americans on this question. If Trump did one good thing, I think it's to help the exodus in churches. You know, people saw all the evangelicals rise up and basically worship Trump as the new Jesus. Ignore all the bad shit he said he did and did. Ignore how stupid he clearly was and worship him anyway. And yeah, that works for some of them, for the base, but the youth ain't having it. They're seeing right through that shit, and they're bailing in massive numbers. So, you know, maybe a little bit of good will come out of it. Maybe there'll be a silver lining. Maybe Trump's presidency will actually lead to uh, the destruction 
of religion once and for all, hopefully, help speed that shit up. I can hope anyway. Hope springs eternal. And uh, that's my short religious bullshit for tonight. Now we're going to hop right in to a section I like to call, What the Fuck? And uh, first off on What the Fuck, got to say, disappointed. I've been shilling for Little Nas X for the last few shows. Been a fan. I'm still a fan. But apparently uh, this TikToker, this rich-ass TikToker had a birthday party, and Little Nas shows up, and nobody's wearing a mask at all, and he's sharing this to his millions of fans on Twitter, irresponsible as fuck. And uh, it's just sad because he, last week, was bitching at other people for not taking the pandemic seriously. So he knows there's a pandemic out there. Let's see if I can pull that thread up. It's the hypocrisy for me. Damn right. Last week, he's like, we are in a pandemic and there's a mass shooting every week, but y'all are gathering in church to discuss shoes. Yeah, you're gathering at a rented house house that a millionaire rented out, a mansion, and partying with a bunch of other kids without a mask on. What kind of example are you setting, little nuts? Just disappointed. Do better. I still want some Satan shoes. I don't want to pay $1,000 for them. I want to pay like 70 bucks, but I still want some $7 Satan shoes, but uh, yeah, disappointed. But anyway, still a fan of Nas X. A lot of you like never heard of him before I started covering him, but dude's been on Twitter for the last couple years and doing an amazing job of trolling all his haters. And this is one of my favorite old videos of his sitting around trolling one of his haters. Everybody was playing his song. Not only that, he even got Billy Ray Cyrus to get on his song. If you ask me, that's a red flag right there. Not because Billy Ray Cyrus joined his song, but because it blew up so fast. It's just literally screaming industry plant. I also want to point out the star ring. One of my supporters pointed out, when people get this star ring, they either die or they play a part in an agenda. Probably like a few months later, they start turning him into this. This is not at his own will. And this is not him being free about it. He is being forced to do this because it plays an agenda. Playboy Cardi was moving to the same agenda. They're being forced to do things like this. Cardi not finna go from this to this. But Nas S not finna go from this to this. It's the viral. Everybody was playing his... Yeah, they ain't forced him to do shit, man. He having a good time of it. And, uh... It's infectious, the good time he's having. So I do got to give him a shout out for that. But uh, be better about the COVID stuff, little Nas X Montero. Yeah, I'm going to call you by your own name. How you like that? And next up on the what the fuck, TJ, the amazing atheist, said something smart. And people were like, Dusty, did you say this? Did you see this smart thing TJ said? And I was like, uh, yeah, I saw the, the, the smart thing TJ said. So I'm going to show you guys the smart thing TJ said. And uh, so look, what TJ saying here is he's 100% correct. Obviously, this is nothing new. Obviously, people like me have been saying this for years. And I always tease TJ and say, if you want to know what TJ is going to say tomorrow, just check out what I said two years ago. And tomorrow he's going to be saying it because that's what always fucking happens. Eventually, he always starts fucking parroting whatever I'm saying like two years later. But anyway, going to give him a pat on the back, TJ. Pat on the back because you were right here. So uh, credit where credit's due. You go, boy. You're not going to care. Like most people, if I go to them and say like, hey, you know, 12 episodes of The Muppets have a um, 12-second disclaimer in front of them because stuff that was appropriate back then isn't appropriate now. Whether you agree with that or not, you're probably not going to get upset about it. 
unless it's marketed to you as cancel culture, the left gone amok. It's gotta be sold to you as part of this insidious, demented, oh, it's a crazy left-wing plot. They're trying to destroy everything we hold dear. Start throwing around the word censorship super loosely. Disclaimers in front of the Muppets, censorship. Rape skunk isn't funny anymore. Ugh, cancel culture. I have to watch a disclaimer. Ugh, cancel culture. I have to have a conversation about context with my own offspring. Ugh, cancel culture. I care about this potato's gender for some reason. Blah! Cancel culture. The buzz phrase cancel culture is nothing more than a coping mechanism, a marketing ploy, and most importantly, a fog meant to obfuscate any sort of nuance and avoid any sort of real discussion. I urge you to appraise every cancellation on a case-by-case -case basis. I see people on the right exaggerating this issue all the time. Cancel culture is out of control. No one can say anything anymore. We're being silenced. Nope, we can still hear you just fine. All the classic racist stuff that you like is still available to stream on the platform of your fucking choice. No one is messing with Mr. Potato Head. No one is canceling the Muppets. You're fine. Stop falling for this obvious hustle. Stop getting fucking duped by the right wing. Stop voting for morons like Donald Trump and Ted Cruz because you think that the left is trying to take your fucking Dr. Seuss away or some nonsense. So yeah, he's channeling me. He's literally channeling what I've been saying for years. So uh, welcome aboard, TJ. Maybe now you could like unblock all the people who used a block bot to block everybody that was following me. You know, now that you know I was right about everything the whole time, maybe don't punish the people that follow me just because you couldn't handle the criticism that they were. Okay, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Do, what you, do you, TJ. Do you, whatever. But you, you was right. So pat on the back, TJ. Pat on the back to you, good sir. And folks, so, uh, I hear the dogs barking. So, uh, what the hell? I don't know if you can hear them in there. They're going nuts in there. They probably hear me yelling. So anyway, they removed a uh, rapey skunk from uh, the new uh, Space Jam movie. I don't care nothing about the goddamn Space Jam movie. I don't care about this. I, other than uh, a minor what the fuck, I'm not pl clutching my pearls about any of this. I'm just showing it to you because it was a little bit of a controversy came out this week, but I don't really give a shit. But anyway, yeah, they got rid of the uh, French raccoon Pepe Le Pew cut from Space Jam 2 following allegations that the amorous French skunk, skunk normalized rape culture and taught boys that no, didn't really mean no. Yeah, they had a rapey skunk, had to get rid of it. So what does Space Jam do? They put literal rapists in the background of their movie, it's the Clockwork Orange guys. They literally raped and murdered people. Why are they in a children's movie? Space Jam 2, but like, I guess, to be honest, that's the least of the problems. I think this is what, uh, this looks like uh, the, uh, what is it, the Ice Lord? What the fuck they call him from Game of Thrones? The White Walker. The main White Walker dude, so he a mass murderer, so I guess uh, a little bit of rape and shit is uh, minor compared to all the people he murdered and, uh, yeah, 
Weird choice, in my opinion. Children's movie Space Jam 2, but eh? Why not? I don't know. Not gonna clutch my pearls. You know, you Space Jam. I'm not gonna watch it either way. So uh, I don't care if you don't have rapey squirrels in there or not, or rabbits with big boobs, or whatever you have. I ain't gonna watch it regardless. It don't matter to me. And uh, folks, did you see what happened to Amazon? So uh, last week, Amazon was starting to post all kinds of very aggressive messages towards politicians and others on Twitter. It was so out of character for the company that other people that work for Amazon were messaging corporate offices to see if the account had been hacked because it made them look really fucking bad, which it did. I guess uh, they got some kind of memo from Jeff Bezos that he wanted them to be much more aggressive and push back on the anti-Amazon sentiment on social media. So they were starting to do that, folks. They were pushing back. But um, this is the actual Amazon website. They had to issue an apology and admit that they were lying when they said none of their employees had to pee in bottles. This is where we're at right now in our country. With our corporate goddamn greed. So this is the literal Amazon website about Amazon. So uh, this is the very aggressive post they posted last week to their official Amazon account. Uh, that was a lie. Uh, representative Mark Poken. What is he representative? Doesn't say. Paying workers $15 an hour doesn't make you a progressive workplace when you union bust and make workers ur- urinate in water bottles. True story. I agree with that. So then Amazon replied. You don't really believe the peeing in bottles thing, do you? If that were true, nobody would work for us. The truth is that we have over a million incredible employees around the world who are proud of what they do and the great wages and healthcare from day one. Yet nobody at Amazon ever pees in a bottle. You're lying. He said, nope, nope. Then they put out this release in their site that said, this was an own goal. We're unhappy about it. And we owe an apology to Representative Pokin. First, the tweet was incorrect. It did not contemplate our large driver population and instead wrongly focused on our fulfillment centers. A typical Amazon fulfillment center has dozens of restrooms and employees are able to step away from their workstation at any time. If any employee in a fulfillment center has a different experience, we encourage them to speak to their manager and will work to fix it. Second, our process was flawed. The tweet did not receive proper scrutiny. We need to hold ourselves to an extremely high accuracy bar at all times. And that is especially so when we are criticizing the comments of others. Third, we know that drivers can and do have trouble finding restrooms because of traffic or sometimes rural routes. And this has been especially the case during COVID when many public restrooms have been closed. This is a long-standing industry-wide issue and is not specific to Amazon, so they best go throw uh, all the drivers all across all the businesses under the bus. Drivers everywhere pissing bottles. That's just normal shit. What we gonna do about it? They're like, we trying to figure out what to do, but we don't know what to do. How about, uh, I don't know, put porta-potties in the trucks or some shit. Have more trucks so they can take more breaks. I don't know. Figure it out, Amazon. You make like a trillion dollars a goddamn year. Work it out. But that was pretty hilarious to see them have to do a mea culpa. Come out and admit, yeah, oh, we lied. We said our employees don't piss in bottles. They do. They do. And we know. We already know that. And uh, next up. Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw this. 
Somebody posted this screenshot and I just snorted everywhere. This is so funny. So this is uh, <laughs> Cal Kalinske's new podcast with Crystal Ball. And the literal description of their video that they did with Shoe on Head is which political YouTubers don't believe a word of what they say. And you'll be shocked to hear they didn't hold her accountable for anything. Literally less than a year ago, she was telling her half million followers on Twitter that Donald Trump was going to give us universal health care called Patriot Care. Last week, she was saying that Tim Pool is a social Democrat. Tim Pool! But no, they had her on here. No hints of irony whatsoever asking the question, which political YouTubers don't believe a word they say? And I went and watched this, folks, and I am not going to play this clip for you because it is mind-numbingly like boring. They literally talked for eight and a half minutes and said fucking nothing. This weasel over here did his weasel shit. Uh, this girl, who I wasn't, I'm not that familiar with, but added nothing to the conversation. And she on head came on here, and her big contribution to the conversation was to declare that Dave Rubin is so butthurt by Joe Rogan that Joe Rogan lives rent-free in his head, which is such an old cliche 4chan thing to say. And then she also called Dave Rubin a cuck. Imagine come on, coming on a political show and all you have to offer is the old uh, tired saying, lives rent-free in, in your head and calling somebody a cuck. That's what I experienced when I watched this video. So not recommended, but it got like uh, 182,000 likes. So what do I know? She definitely puts, puts asses in seats. Uh, it, it, it's popular. So uh, just don't listen to me. I'm dumb, huh? I guess. So uh, sorry. Yes, I love both Kyle and Crystal. That's fine. You can love anybody you want to. It's all good to me. Just because he's a fucking weasel and she's not that bright doesn't mean you can't love him. I love a lot of people that are not bright and are weasels. Shh. Weasels are, are decent animals, I think. Um, Shoe head is not boxy. Whatever will happen to boxy? Shoe on head is tired as fuck. Eh, I don't get it, but whatever. You know, different strokes, different folks, I guess. Clearly, there's a market out there for, for that thing. So good i guess i don't know all right folks now it's time for my cue section wrote a song about it sing along if you know the words a b c d e f g h i j k l m n o p q and so the Q documentary finished last night. They had six episodes on HBO. It was called uh, Q Into the Storm. And uh, it was pretty good. Let me see if I can pop it up over here. Ignore my porn. Let me move that over here so uh, you guys don't see all of my porns all the time. And So they had six episodes on HBO. And it was very amazing the back footage they had, folks. Where they followed all the people from 8chan around for like three years. And uh, was trying to figure out the uh, mystery a hue is Q. For those of you who don't know what the fuck Q is, basically, uh, Q was a conspiracy theory started on 4chan where this guy popped up and claimed that he works at the uh, highest levels of government and that there is a secret left-wing cabal 
called the Deep State that runs everything, full of pedophiles that eat babies and they drink their blood. And Donald Trump is a super genius that was going to arrest and imprison them all. You just had to wait for it. It's coming. And it's called the storm. So uh, hard to believe how popular this conspiracy theory got, but it got incredibly fucking popular. Uh, we actually have two congressional members now who got their start because they were Q anonymous followers and bloggers. That's how popular Q has become just nuts in every goddamn possible way. So uh, I've told you guys about the show before. The last episode basically focused on this gentleman. Let's see if I can find him. Not him. That guy. This guy is the guy who originally created 8chan, and then he sold it to uh, Ron Watkins' dad, whatever the fuck, Jim Watkins, or whatever the fuck his name is, and uh, worked for them for a while. And then he had a falling out with them because uh, so many mass shooters kept posting their manifestos to 8chan. Yeah, because that's like basically, it's basically troll culture. And what troll culture is, is it's uh, the more people you piss off, the cooler you are. The more horrendous of a human being you are, the more they celebrate you and uh, encourage you. And of course, uh, being racist is how you become a piece of shit, you know, being a misogynistic. But ultimately, to be the most evil you can possibly be, you've got to commit violence. That's how you really become a hero of the, the toxic troll culture. And so when these people go out and they shoot people up and then they brag about it on uh, 8chan, they actually become heroes to 8chan. Literal martyrs. You know, they post their picture. They talk about how base they are and how cool they are. So literally, to win the toxic troll culture championship, you have to become a violent, murderous piece of shit. And so all these people kept getting killed and posting to 8chan and bragging about it. And 8chan boards would reward them by calling them heroes and based and shit. And so this guy uh, got tired of his name being attached to 8chan because it's fueling terrorism and murders. So he went out and did um, interview after interview to try to get 8chan shut down. So that's what this whole, uh, this, this whole fifth video in the Q series is about. And so eventually what happened was is uh, Jim Watkins and Ron Watkins, the two people that own 8chan. This is uh, Ron Watkins. This is Q, by the way. This is the guy who has been posting his Q. Yes, it's Q. This is who it is. Um, and this is his dad, Jim Watkins. So what they did is they filed a, uh, a criminal charge against that. Uh, I think that guy's name is Fred because they live in Thailand. And in Thailand, they have very strict libel laws where if you say anything bad about anybody else on social media, they can put a charge against you, and it's a minimum six years in prison. So apparently the little guy in the wheelchair said that he thought this guy was senile. And apparently that was enough for them to bring an indictment down against him and possibly put him in jail for six years, which is very ironic if you think about it. The whole point behind 8chan supposedly is free speech. That's all they talk about. This guy's a total white supremacist scumbag, but he talks about, hey, we have to have that stuff up there. We have to have all this evil, murderous white supremacy up there because we're a free speech platform. That's what it's all about. All speech should be free. Yet, basically, the whole episode was about him running this little guy out of Thailand. He had to leave Thailand before he was indicted because he said that uh, Jim was a uh, was senile. So just hypocrisy. At every goddamn level for these fucking scumbags. So the little dude left uh, Thailand and he uh, moved to uh, California. And that was all that episode. And that episode six, the final episode of this documentary came out. I'm going to share a couple things with you in there. So uh, 
First off, I want to show you how fucking weird these people are. Like, if you didn't know already how weird QAnonymous people are, let me skip over to 20 minutes and show you. So this was a, a Q rally they have, or they had, called Save the Children. And uh, let's see if there's any mental, any mental illness out here that can be spotted whatsoever. Somebody will walk away ready to do their own research. Twitter's efforts to suppress QAnon had arguably backfired. Q's adherents only became more convinced that their mission was a righteous one. Then you've got the, the evangelical uh, pedophilia sort of coalition over here. Just literally the type of people you think will be following a QAnon conspiracy theory on 8chan. Just crying, literally babbling, spitting, pretending they have some kind of magical powers to fix a pedophile sex cabal ring that eats babies. Just goddamn two congressmen, two congressmen elected over this shit so far. And uh, so then uh, I'll go ahead and skip to the end of this uh, where they did the big reveal of who Q was, although we already knew if you already were watching the show. But uh, Ron Watkins, this guy, this is Q. This is Jen Watkins' son. He basically slips up in his last video conference with Cullen, who is the guy who uh, made the documentary. Let's skip over. It's his dad going to the uh, Trump rally. Uh, other idiots following Q. And uh, here we go. Getting to it. It's coming up. All right. Let's see. Basically, uh, Q was like, uh, it's, it's called 8-Con now. They had to change the name of it. And it's like it's run on a speaking spell. It's really slow and lame now, which is good. All right. Let's just see if you figure out who Q is. Well, I don't know if, uh, I don't, I don't know if there'll be anything definitive. Do you feel it's a failure that you're chronicling all this? I am Q, you know, and what's my motive? Oh, I mean, you could have had motive to take down the mainstream media, to red pill the masses, to, you know, to get information out to people that wasn't getting out any other way. To... If you look at my Twitter feed, that's what I'm doing publicly now. It is what you're doing publicly now, yeah. I've spent the past, what, like almost 10 years every day doing this kind of research anonymously. Now I'm doing it publicly. That's the only difference. Ron had just given me one of the biggest Q proofs to date, or should I say, proof that he's Q. Now, I'd kept a running tally of all the forensic evidence, suspicious moments, and contradictions he'd made along the way. Let's review some of what we know. He'd know nothing about Q on one day. I barely even follow it, honestly. Far too much on the next. Why would Q wipe a board? Because he wanted to go into like a different act. <laughs> you can tell he's lying too. He's got a really bad tail where he blinks a lot when he's lying. So he's always blinking because he's always lying. Like in a play? I assume that's why he did it. One day he knows all the vital players. He wrote like a long rant about Tracy Beans being like a patriot. Weeks later, he has no clue. Uh, he's brought up um, Tracy Beans as somebody that was communicating with him prior, just prior to. I don't know who that is. Why lie? Can't keep track of his lies. When Akun comes online, hardly anyone was able to post except for Q. I, I couldn't even see the website and he's already posting. Oh, wow. Then there's the love of pens, which he only let slip on one occasion. I found the fountain one. It was $3,000, I can't afford it. Wow. And the watches, which he never talked about and literally hid from me. 
When I saw the pen and the watch, I was like, oh my God, they're speaking right to me. Anyway, I don't, I'm afraid to play too much of this. It basically gives up the ghost because he's claimed that he doesn't know anything about it. He wasn't really posting. And then he claims, yeah, I've been posting all of it. I wasn't Q, but I've been posting all this stuff anonymously. So yeah, he's Q. Uh, they have all the evidence if you watch the documentary. So uh, that's how you guys are worshiping, basically. All you fucking idiots. Just this dumbass in Thailand who's uh, LARPing on you to make money for his white supremacy board. Cool on you. So let's look at some what Marjorie Taylor had to say about Q last year. Literally a Congress member now because of this stupid bullshit. Okay, so we posted an article uh, just a few days ago about who is Q. We posted that on American Truth Seekers. Um, there has been a lot of chatter. I don't know uh, how much you guys know about Q. He's, it's an anonymous person. All right, so um, Q is a patriot. We know that for sure, but we do not know who Q is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who he is. We don't know anything about it, but we do know he's a patriot, folks. Because, uh, yeah, no, you don't. Okay, okay so Absolutely we don't. posted an article. Absolutely, he's the guy who runs a white supremacy board and used the Q thing to funnel traffic to his white supremacy board. Just crazy. So, needless to say, folks, Q's whole thing is to be worried about child raping pedophiles in our government so obviously when matt gates was uh, revealed to be a sex trafficker of a minor they shit all over him right isn't that what happened no no of course not q and community outraged by matt gates sex trafficking investigation except for the wrong reason yeah they're mad that we're investigating matt gates because they don't actually give a shit about children. They don't actually give a shit about the pedophilia ring. This entire thing is just to own the libs and give them excuse to murder liberals, which is what they want to do. When you have actual evidence against somebody on the conservative side, nope. No, 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 no. Put your fingers in your ears and ignore it because that's what it's all a goddamn about. So anyway, one of the strangest cults I've seen pop up in my lifetime. So uh, regardless of the facts that we know that it was uh, Ron Watkins now. Probably Q Anonymous is not going to die. They're not going to drop on the face of the earth because I've read their comments. They're like, no, it's definitely not Ron Watkins. It's definitely somebody inside the Trump administration. We don't believe you. So they're never going to believe reality anyway. You know, you can't use logic and reason to change somebody's mind when they did not use logic and reason to form their opinion to begin with. So they're basically hopeless. Sad though, sad. That's what our country's become. And that's my Q segment. Let me read the super chats real quick. Zuron, Amazon's work policy. Breaks for good workers are postponed indefinitely. Breaks for great workers are canceled. Yeah, the less breaks you take, the better worker you are, I would say. I mean, I'm sure they have bathroom breaks and shit inside the warehouses and stuff, but they don't treat their drivers very well. And uh, they definitely could pay more. Appreciate that, Zoran Lobo. I love your Q theme song. My favorite Chud Watch reminds me of the love boat. Hey, love boat. I don't know the words to love boat, but I remember that show. Isaac, make me a drink. And Lisa, for truth, how can Ken Ham deny evolution without he looks? I know, right? Yeah, I. He looks like a caveman, but uh, he also thinks that the eyes are perfect. And our proof of an all-powerful creator, but he wears glasses. 
So pretty much kicks himself in the balls right off the bat. And Vince B, Destiny, we love to see you stream video games if you're still going to. That being said, what you playing lately and what are you reading lately? Okay, um, I was playing, what the fuck was that game? Oh, uh, Disco Elysium. The final cut came out and I was playing it. And then I, I didn't know what I was doing, so I didn't realize you had to save it. And I walked up and I angrily kicked a mailbox and I died and I lost all my progress. From kicking a mailbox. Yep. That sounds about right. So I haven't played that again since. And I was playing Luck Be a Landlord. And I was playing uh, Loop Hero. I don't know. I think about playing video games. But I think, does anybody really want to watch me do that? Some people say they do. But then I'm, I get on there and like nobody shows up for it. So I'm like, eh, maybe I got to build it up. I don't know. I I'll consider it though. And Azara and so many anti-vaxxers are vaccine hesitant. People... My brain hurts. Can't avoid them. The stupid at birds. Yeah, we're about to do a Karen section, so your brain is about to hurt even worse. Love the show, Dusty. Keep it coming. I will. Thank you, Jeremy Theron. Appreciate that. And Mark Sykes, give me $20. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Mark Sykes. You rock. Milran G-Man, wondering if you're going to talk about Shoe and Cow. I did. I talked about it a little bit. I don't like to talk about it too much, though, because I said my piece about it. But just that one thing was kind of funny. Seeing that shill of a goddamn show. Alright. Time for the Karen section. Guys, ready for a little bit of Karen's? Got another 30 minutes. We're gonna knock this shit out. Cause uh Where you at, Karen? Where is it? Ah, I don't see it. Boom. Oh, there it is. Dipshit! You're caring too much. And first off on the Karen section. There was a packed restaurant in Vancouver. And nobody was wearing a mask, which is against regulations. So uh, the health inspector came in there to check it out. And they shouted at him to get the fuck out. Spoiler alert. It's not going to go well for them. So a lot of people are commenting. She says, I'm a woman. What does that have to do with anything? What she's doing is she's doing this uh, sovereign citizen bullshit. And if you're a man, it starts off with, I am a man. And then you explain like your bullshit reasoning that you're not uh, affected by the laws, while you're exempt from the laws. Um, so that's what she's saying. That's why she says she's a woman. But it's not really a thing. It's just some bullshit internet shit that they say, thinking that's going to get them out of the rules and laws. But it doesn't because you're dumb. So you're going to be shocked by what happens next, folks. Completely shocked. Uh, yeah, they got shut down. Full closure order issued to Vancouver restaurant after defying COVID-19 indoor dining ban, says police. So, yep. Not sure if that's what you wanted to happen, uh, but that's what happened to you because the sovereign citizen bullshit is not really a thing. God damn it. Imagine losing your restaurant because you're too fucking stupid to follow basic rules. 
Like they literally could just go to their fucking table and take their mask off to get to the table. Very basic stuff, but nah, why would you do that? Why would you? And this video is long, so we're going to skip around, but it's also pretty hilarious. So we got two anti-maskers in a uh, grocery store in Ottawa, Canada. What's up, Canada? You're supposed to be better than this, Canada. So uh, they have printed out and laminated this thing that says they are exempt from the mask mandate. But they faked it. They really don't have a legitimate medical reason, but who cares, right? So uh, at first, they're showing this shit to everybody. And then when people want to look closely at it, they tell them, no, I can't show it to you. Because it's uh, doctor privilege. Doctor patient confidentiality. So I can't show it to you. It doesn't work like that. If you... Went to your doctor because you had a shoulder energy and you got him to write a note to your boss saying that you can't lift heavy things for a week. You have to show that note to your boss. You don't get to say, hey, he wrote me a note, but you don't get to see it because a patient doctor confidentiality. It doesn't work like that. Fucking Karens. So she's looking at it. She's about to take a picture of it because she knows it's bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not her. I don't it's care. I'm the to it's you. the management. Yeah, it's not her. I'm allowed to be annoyed just how she is. So she about to take a picture, and they're like, "No, definitely don't take a picture." I mean, there's no reason to be. I'm not being disrespectful. Yeah, so I've never seen her before. Because Why I want to confirm she takes pictures the information. Of that. There's a telephone number on here. I have an obligation to, to enforce it. I've never Can seen something. You should actually be asking for my permission so first because so I'm not even legally obligated to show you this. So if you've taken something, you have to delete it because you did not get my consent. I, I didn't take anything first Well, then you can't because you're not even supposed to see this. Like, this is... <laughs> I've laminated it! I'm wearing it around my neck, but none of you can see it. So let's skip ahead. Uh, they're in the line self-checkout, buying their groceries, and they're like, look, look, I have an exemption, look. And then when somebody tries to see it, they're like, no, you can't see it. Perfect, thank you. Hello, officer. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good. Very civil We've just spoke to officer. That's yeah. all. I just got sent back in because apparently there's another For a civil conversation? No, I just have a conversation. It's not an altercation. Okay. It's very, Here, give me that. Um, it's a waste of money, I think. You guys okay. have a lot bigger things to take care of. For sure. Anyways, have, nice have a good day. Yeah, but you're trespassing. They've called the cops on you, asked you to leave, you didn't leave, now you're trespassing. Yeah. You're laminated. You cannot see my card because that is doctor-patient confidentiality. I do not have to card. present it to you legally. <laughs> I laminated it on my neck, but I don't have to show it to you. So the city's not actually issuing it. Yeah. So uh, then they go outside and refuse to show, and yeah, they got arrested. Hey, why is that random man on yeah, there? They get arrested because... Yeah, why is that random man? Yeah, you did. You trespassed. You were asked to leave. So they got arrested. Pretty funny. And they're screaming about it out there. Oh, my God. Why are you arresting me? Because you printed out some fake bullshit and you wouldn't leave. That's what happens to you if you trespass. God damn, you people are stupid. And uh, next up. They're so dumb. Just the most awful fucking human beings. Here's another uh, COVID idiot, another anti-masker. No, I mean, don't don't you anti-maskers know that every fucking body hates you? That we all think you're the worst scum in the fucking world. Look at this idiot. Yeah, 
it says face mask cover your uh, uh, cloth. Cover, read, the, read CDC. It says a cloth covering over your nose and your mouth. This is my cloth covering over my nose and my mouth. No, it's not. There is no adequacy in a face mask. There is absolutely none. I don't see it anywhere in the CDC guidelines, and I don't see it anywhere on any of your. It says a face mask is required. Imagine being this level of shithead. Caring so little about your fellow human beings that this is, you want to go out and show your ass like this. You think this makes you look good. You think you're the good guy. But we all hate you, Karen. We all hate you. And uh, last but not least, on the Karen Cavalcade, I was disappointed in this one. Stefan Bonner is a Karen. Remember former mixed martial artist Stefan Bonner? What is it with all these mixed martial artists being fucking dumbass chuds? He's about to get kicked out of his gym for not correctly wearing his mask, and he's going to whine and complain about it. He got Tito Ortiz syndrome. Whiny piss baby bitch. Been coming to this gym 14 years, getting kicked out on my birthday because one of these sheep were complaining that my mask was dropping. Well, guess what, sheep? I got a medical exemption. I have asthma. I'm doing you a favor by even playing pretend. Masks don't do anything. Wake up, you sheep, tattletales, cowards. Yeah. Don't get punched in the face for a living, folks. It doesn't seem to be very healthy for you. All these guys end up being fucking idiots, and it's a shame to see, because I used to kind of like Stephen Bonner, but not anymore. Disappointed. Disappointed in you, Stephen Bonner. Psh. Dumbass. And, uh, all right, that's my Karen section, folks. I only have one more thing. I have one hero. But before we do that, let's check the Super Chats real quick, see if any more popped up. Nope, none of them popped up. All right, we'll go ahead and do my hero. So uh, this week's hero is actually a Republican. I can't believe it. I'm sure this guy's a piece of shit because he's a Republican, like, right? But gotta give him credit where credit's due. This is uh, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson who vetoed the anti-trans bill that was going through the Arkansas legislature. Shocking! I showed a lot of videos of like trans parents and trans people who were standing up, giving, you know, speeches, talking out about how bad these trans laws would be for their kids or themselves. And uh, he was like, I don't want Arkansas to be associated with this. I think this bill goes too far. And he was embarrassed. And good! Good for him! Gotta give him a pat on the back. Now, here's the bad thing. Apparently, all they need is a majority in the, in the legislatures to overrule him and pass it anyway, which they probably will do because so many in there voted for it to begin with. So it's probably going to be law anyway. But hey, this is a big thing. Our public government standing up against this, you know, it's something I never thought I would see. So good on you, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Pat on the back. Do better, Arkansas. God damn it. If it wasn't for Arkansas, I'd feel worse about Mississippi. Arkansas is the only thing that makes us look good around here. Slightly a little bit. And that's my show for tonight, folks. I told you it was going to be a short show. Finished a little bit early. What you guys got to say here in the chat. Graphics, I know. High tech. The show's high tech. No expenses spared for you motherfuckers. And uh, we must never stop fighting these awesome, awful examples of humanity. I know, right? Trends rots. Tattletale, I know, says all bullies. You told on me. Oh my God, you fuck off. 
Stefan Botter. Makes me want to go watch that time that uh, Anderson Silva knocked your ass out again so easily like it was nothing. Yeah, never cared about science. They're asked to wear masks. It's too hard. I can't do anything for my society. Can't make even the, the, the slightest effort. Here in Ottawa, lamination is the highest law of the land. I know it's laminated. It's got a lanyard. It's around my neck. It's law. I can't trespass if I had this lanyard. I'm going to laminate a lanyard and I'm going to break into your house. And I'll be like, hey, I'm not trespassing. Did you see the lanyard? I can go anywhere I want to with this motherfucker. That's just the law. And uh, it's fake. Yes, it was fake. Just printing out shit they saw on Facebook. Thinking it's going to get them out of the mandate. But it didn't. And they got arrested. Hilarious. Does the sovereign stuff ever work? I've never seen it work. They always get arrested. Kicked out. Just morons. Radical life extension is predicted to be possible by 2029 or 2045. Hopefully, you'll still be around and live long enough to live on Pluto. Also, your laughter is funny. Yep, I hope I live long enough to see some fucking life extension. I don't want to die anytime soon. Hell to the no. Pass on that. Death seems like it sucks. Hey, baby. You want to say hello to everybody? Yeah. You a good girl, huh, Miss Misty? You a pretty girl? You a pretty girl? Like, daddy, let go of me. All right, you just got to see a cat. That's pretty cool. So what else? We got to see anything popped up real quick before we end the show. Cult of Dusty, only play sh- stream games if you want to. Not trying to pressure you. Well, I mean, I have a game room I could set up in there. And uh, I have another camera, too, I could set up in there to film. I just, I don't know. I just figure no one's going to fucking watch me. No one gives a shit. Maybe I'm wrong about that, though. Maybe I should do it. Kyle making a lot of anti-squad videos. Call them weak. Yeah. Weasel. That's what I would say. But I don't know. Some of you guys like him. So different strokes for different folks. I got a bad taste in my mouth from him when he said that he had too much integrity to vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump and made so many arguments that they weren't that different, which is just insanity. I can't imagine anybody covering Donald Trump for four years and not seeing the the fucking mountain of difference, the chasm of difference. I'm not even a Joe Biden fan, but the difference is so amazing. I can't imagine anybody saying otherwise except for the fact they're a fucking weasel. So still got a bad taste in my mouth. Have not forgiven him, but this latest shoe on head thing doesn't help any. And up Proto, appreciate Proto. And Ginny Rude, duck around and find out. Best statement ever with those shoes to wear a mask. I know, right? Fuck around and find out, motherfuckers. And they did. Good to see you, Ginny Rude. And Shelly Stevenson gave me 499. Appreciate that, Shelly Stevenson. You rock. Uh, oh, nice here in time to super chat, play pen and paper games like D&D. They're awesome. All right. I have not played D&D since I was, I don't know, 14. It's been a many a year, but I have played like computer D&D games. They're pretty fun. I don't mind those at all. You guys uh, make some suggestions for me and I might think about getting my uh, Twitter account back. Not Twitter, Twitch account back and working that shit out. All right, folks, that's my show. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to try to do something on Wednesday. I already said this. I said this last week and I didn't do it, so I feel bad. But I'm going to try to do something for the uh, patron people only. Still working on it. So if you guys want to help me out on Patreon, patreon.com for slash podcast. A link in the description of the video. Like the video. Subscribe. Help a brother out. HBO, y'all. I will be back on Friday. Brand new show, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, regular time. 
Hope to see you guys there. You guys have a good week. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Hopefully you'll get vaccinated. I'm working on mine. See you soon, dudes. As always, till next time, I love you guys. Logic. Fuck yes. And now a little wobble wobble. Prepare to hear your computer freak out. Let's do it. Do-da-do-da-do. Do, do, do.